Chav Gimel Amud Beis, nine lines from the bottom at the Mishnah. Izu Tam Veizuhu Muad, question mark. What uh, makes the animal a Tam? And Muad, we know an animal assumed to start out as a Tam as far as goring, and it can become a Muad. Uh, the Tam will pay half damages, the Muad will pay full damages. So how does it happen? Machlokas Rabbi Yehud and Rabbi Meir. A Muad is Kol Shehe Ivu Ba'ish Yamim. I dot underline the term Yamim, um, where it saw... Uh, uh, different uh, oxen, and on three different days, it was warned uh, not to gore them. Vitam mishiachzor boishlesha yamim, and it could actually become back. It could sort of do tshuva. It could become a tam if it went three days where it saw other uh, oxen that it theoretically could have gored, and it doesn't. It goes back to being a tam. I also dot underline the term yamim, and this is David Rabbi Yehuda. We box Rabbi Yehuda. Rameir has uh, a different uh, parameters. Uh, Rameir, who we boxed Daimir, Muad is Shehidu Baishlesha Pa'amim. I don't underline Pa'amim. Uh, three times it had to have been warned, and, and that's actually even, it could be on the same day. You know, uh, 10 in the morning, 1 in the afternoon, 4 in the afternoon, presto, it is now a Muad. Kama, how does it become a Tam? The Tam. The little kids are sort of poking it and playing with it, and it does not gore. Uh, that clearly is back to being a tom. That's the Mishnah. My time at Rabbi Yehuda, I underlined uh, Rabbi Yehuda, and on the bottom line, near the end of the line, I underlined Rabbi Meir. So we're going to ask, uh, what, what's the reason of Rabbi Yehuda uh, saying what he did, which is three different days it's uh, warned, then becomes a muad, um, three days that it sees a shore, uh, doesn't gore it, becomes a back to being a tom. So Amar Abaye, I circled Abaye, and two lines later I circled Rava. Abaye says, well, here's how, because the puzzle that talks about a shore becoming a, a shore muad uh, uses the term mitmol shil shayim. Well, tmol, which literally means yesterday, could have just said the word tmol, that's chad one day. Then mitmol, I double underline the mem, the extra mem is a second day, that equals tray, second, comma, shil shayim, uh, like previously, which is tlasa, that's three uh, times, uh, uh, three different uh, days. Velo yishmenu ba'alav, um, that uh, the uh, owner didn't watch it properly after that, so from the fourth goring and uh, onward, it would be now a shormuad. Kama. Rava, who we had circled, Amar, no. Tmol and Mitzmol, he doesn't see enough of a significance of the fact that it has a mem, and therefore both of them are just chad, that's once. Shilshoim, that's tray, that's twice that it's worn. And then the Pasa continues, Yishmerenu, those two words in quotation marks, Ha'idna chayev. Basically, according to Rava, it's already chayev as a shormuad on the third time. Okay, that's uh, Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Meir, we have another Meir, my time. Well, this, on you have a price that goes to the end of the fifth line on Haftalit Amud Aleph. Rabbi Meir was the one who said it. it it's not different days, it's how many times. Uh, I'm Rabbi Meir. Rikhek negichaisav chayev. Well, if it, like, distanced its gorings, let's say, three different days, uh, it's chayev, it basically um, now becomes a shormuad. Kirev negichaisav, if it if it had its gorings even closer to each other, loy kol not all the more so that it should be a shormuad. Amarle, well, uh, they said, or amrule, they said to Rabbi Meir, well, um, hmm, we have a precedent that that's not necessarily the case. Zava 
toichiach. A woman who has a ziva flow will prove that that's not necessarily the case. We know when she has three different uh, ziva uh, sightings, uh, blood flow from uh, that area, not nida, but uh, ziva blood, um, she becomes tamea, like a full-fledged seven-day tuma. Yet kirva riyoseha, if she has those same three flows, but they're, let's say, all on the same day, tahira, she'll actually uh, be... Tahira, uh, she will actually still be, she might have to keep one day, but not the full seven days. Uh, so you see that even though when it's closer, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's as problematic if they're uh, as far apart. Amar lahen, so says Rabbi Meir back to them. Well, harehu oimer, uh, it, it says over uh, there by a zav and a zava, vizais. squealing on the word vizais, the zais uh, word is uh, telling you that that's the way it has to be there and only there. Tala hakasuv es hazav, that's the male who has a zav flow. Be-ri-i-ais. for the uh, man, it depends how many times he sees it. Whereas ves hazava, the female who has this uh, similar type of uh, situation, beyomim, her, it's going to depend on days. Uh, let's see the Rashi. Rashi across uh, from here says, Hazav b'ri'iyos. Dixif b'hai cross. Isn't this Pasuk? Um, Zoiv, the, that word, that Zav word, if you look in the Pasuk, it says it tlasa zimni three times. Uksiv, and it says, quote, Tumasoi he. It is tome. Uh, demashma, which implies bahanach gimel. These three uh, times have a tome. Uksiv, and then it has that Zeus word. Now we know what that Zeus word does. Demashma, by whatever it's written here and only what's written here. Zav, a male Zav, it depends on how many uh, flows he has, uh, even all in the same day. Velo Zava, but not a female, her is dependent, it has to be on uh, different days. That's the end of the uh, Tanaic source. Asks the Gemara, Mimai one word in quotation marks, Vizois, how do you know that the, when the Pasuk says this, this is how it has to be, that what it's coming to tell you is Lemute Zava Miriois, to exclude a female from if she has numerous sightings all on the same day. Ema, uh, maybe what it's coming to do is exclude something else. Ema Lemute Zav Miyomim. Maybe what it's coming to say is that the Zav, he has to have his the three flows, but if it's like over three days, maybe it wouldn't be a problem. Well, no, because Amar Kra, the Pasuk says, V'hazav es zayvoi lezachar ulenekeva. That's the Pasuk. What do we see? A connection between Makish zachar, the male, the nekeva to the female, kolen manekeva biyomim, just like the female is days, it has to be three separate days, af zachar be. Yamim, so to the male, if he has it on three separate days, he will become a full-fledged Zav. Well, one second. Why not make the Hekish the other way? Velakish Nekevele Zachar. Start out with the Zachar. Say, Ma Zachar Beri'io, Yishosakov Man. If he has three uh, sightings of uh, flow on the same day, it will make him into a full-fledged Zav. Af Nekeva, maybe also female Beri'ios. If she has three uh, Ziva flows on the same day, it will make her into a full-fledged Zava. Well, no, because Hamiyat Rachmana, we already know the Pasuk says, uh, quote, one word, Zeus. Okay, so clearly we're excluding one thing and including something else. Asks the Gemara now, Ma Rois, why did the, the uh, Limud see fit to exclude 
a female from Reios, like she, she has three different sightings of uh, Zava flow on the same day that that would not make her into a uh, seven-day uh, Tame uh, Zava. Well, here's why. Mistabra just kind of makes sense. Kai Reios. The, the word Vizois is in the context of numerous sightings, and it's coming to exclude uh, numerous sightings on the same day for a female. So, it makes sense that will be comma connector. And we read this almost as a tamiha. You think the word would be, it's in the context of and it would come to exclude a case of days? That just doesn't make sense. Period. We have a brace that goes for about four and a half lines. Um... We know that we had a machlokus intermission between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Meir. Now we're going to have a machlokus between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon, which, interestingly enough, Rabbi Yossi is going to kind of go like Rabbi Yehuda on one thing and Rabbi Meir on the other, and Rabbi Shimon will do the opposite. So, Ezehu Muad, I underlined the word Muad. Well, Kol Sheidu Boy Shleisha Yamim. Now, who said that back in the Mishnah? That was Rabbi Yehuda. Kama, Vitam, and I underlined Tam. What makes it a tom? Well, the little kids will poke it and be playing with it and, it, and it won't gore. Now, that was actually Rebbe Mayer, so this is all brought to us by Diva Rebiosi. I boxed Rebiosi, and uh, I noted that mm, the way he defines a muad is like Rebbe Huda, the way he defines a tom is like Rebbe Mayer. Kama Rebbe Shimon, we also boxed on Mayer, he takes exactly opposite approach. He said, a muad, underline the term muad, is kol sheyidubai shleishapavim. It's where it was warned three Times not not uh, three days, but three times. Continues Reb Shimon says they didn't say the issue of like three days. Ella le chazara bilvad. Hmm. So the first thing that Reb Shimon said, muad, uh, that's just like Rabbi Mayer. And the second thing he said is that it ain't going to be going back to becoming a tom. That's like Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, very interesting. Amar of Nachman, I circled Rav Nachman. How do we deal with this for Psak? Like, who do we go like? So says Rav Nachman, Amravada Barava, Halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to a Muad. Why? Why do we go like Rabbi Yehuda? And I underline these five words, because Rabbi Yossi felt that that was the correct approach when it comes to Muad. Kama, also the Halacha is like Rabbi Meir when it comes to Tam. Now, why is that? Why, if we're going like Rabbi Yehuda on one thing, we're going like, you know why? And I underline these five words, Sharei Rabbi Yossi Modelo. Seems like Rabiosi is the man of Psak, and like if Rabiosi says something, that's the way we go. Amali Rav Rav Nachman. So Rav says to Rav Nachman, like, almost like, why are you favoring Rabiosi? Vilay Mamar, why don't you say exactly opposite? Say the halakhs like Rabbi Meir when it comes to Muad, because Rabbi Shimon holds like him. And say the halakhs like Rabbi Yehuda and Tom, Shari, Rabbi Shimon might delay. Like, what's this heavy favoritism of Rabiosi over Rabbi Shimon? Amarlei, so explains Rav Nachman. Anna Kerbiosi Sfirali. I hold on this issue, and for that matter, many times any issues where it's a machlokas between Rabiosi and any other individual Tana, we go like Rabiosi. Why? And this comes up a number of times throughout the Shastra. Rabiosi, Nimukai Imoi. The absolute clarity of explaining his opinion was he, he was the greatest at that. And therefore, if we have Rabiosi versus any other single Tana, we will uh, paskin like Rabiosi. Period. Um, when the Mishnah had said Shlesha Yamim, I put that in right angles, that was the Rabbi Yehuda approach. Shlesha Yamim Dekatani, Liudi Tura o Liudi Gavra? Is that to make the ox a muad or to make the person 
a muad. Ask the Gemara, the Mayan Afkamino, like, what difference does it make? Well, it makes a big difference. Imagine this case. Three pairs of witnesses. Different, three pairs, different witnesses come. They all come, let's say they all come on uh, Thursday. And they uh, testify, the first group of witnesses testifies about the goring, or a goring that took place on Monday. The second group about one that took place on Tuesday. The third group about one that took place on Wednesday. And this is all on Thursday. Okay, colon. If you want to say that you need to have the uh, animal of uh, three separate days, well, uh, set of witnesses one talked about Monday, set of witnesses two talked about Tuesday, set of witnesses three talked about Wednesday, it has become a muad. However, that it has to be the owner that is uh, warned three uh, it's going to be three days, he is not considered yet a owner who, if his ox gores, would be muad because he could simply say, and reasonably say, well, it's only now, like all three of you groups of witnesses are coming on the same day, and the Torah said it had to be three separate days. So that's the question, my, what do we say? So, Tashma. Gmore brings a Tanaic source that goes uh, really to the bottom line, the middle of the bottom line. Says the uh, Tanaic source, Eina shornasa muad, a shore doesn't become, it starts out as a tam, it doesn't become a muad, ad idu bai, bifne bailim, u bifne bastin. It has to be in the presence of the owner and in a court setting. And now the uh, little star, or whatever you have there, goes to the different girsa, which uh, says that the, uh, uh, it should say in the price here, shenemar, the huad biva'alav. Basically, based on a pasuk that it has to be testified to in the presence of the owner. Okay, let's say that didn't happen. Heidu boy bifne based in they testified um, uh, regarding in a court. However, shalay bifne bailim the owner of the animal wasn't there, or bifne bailim uh, it was uh, told in the presence of the uh, owner shalay bifne based but not in the presence of based in eno muad that does not make the animal muad. It has to have both ad she. Firstly, in the presence of an official court, and in the presence of the owners. Imagine this. Uh, two witnesses came and uh, testified about the uh, first goring, and uh, two witnesses about the second goring, and two witnesses about the third goring. So one goring took place apparently on Monday, one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday. So what do you have here? You have... Um, three uh, testimonies, um, which basically, if one of them becomes batel, the other two are not batel. They'll still have to pay, um, the owner will still have to pay a half nezek. Um, and if none of them are batel, well, then it happened three times, and that sure becomes a muad. Kama. Vehein edus achas lahazama. They're viewed sort of like as one unit, since you have to have all three to get you to a muad. They're viewed as one unit when it comes to hazama. Uh, and therefore, nimtseis, I vectored the word nimtseis. So it turns out that um, if you have kasri shayna, the first set of witnesses that came and talked about the goring on Monday, they become zoymemes. Two other witnesses say and say, to come to the court and say, well, those guys testified about Monday. They couldn't have known that. They were, they were with us at the Monday night football game. Well, what are you left with then? That we have two valid uh, testimonies, uh, one about Tuesday, one about Wednesday. Harekan shtey eduyos vehu pater. And uh, the owner would be putter from having to pay like a Nezek Shalem if there was a fourth goring, 
uh, or maybe a third Goren according to Rava, Vehain Peturin, and they, the Edim Zaivimim, would also be putter from having to pay the higher amount. Nimseis, I've acted the word Nimseis, Kashnia Zaimemes, if also the second uh, set of witnesses, the ones that testified about Tuesday, are found to be Edim Zaimemim, Harekan Edus Achas. You still have one testimony, that was the testimony about Wednesday, Vehu Putter, uh, clearly the owner is putter from uh, having to pay Nezek Shalim, because it actually only happened, uh, apparently in reality, once that his ox scored. Vehain Petur, and they will also be putter from having to pay more than Chatsi Nezek. Nimseis, I vector the word Nimseis, if it turns out that all three sets of witnesses were Adim Zayimim, so Nimseis, the Kashlishis, also is found to be Zayimimais. Well, um, hmm, Kulan Chayavan, I double underline the word Kulan. All of them are chayev to pay the chatzi nezek on whatever uh, testimony they were found to be Adim Zayimiman, and actually they would have to split uh, the uh, responsibility of paying the um, greater muad responsibility. Regarding this, the Pasuk says, uh, Quote, That's how you make, uh, you do to them, to the witnesses that are found to be Adim as they had uh, planned uh, to conspire against this fellow. Now, that's the end of the Brysa. Let, let's analyze it in light of our question. E, Amris, I squiggle and run the word E. And on the top line, the first two words on Amud Bey's, Ella E, I squiggle and run that. So, E, Amris, Liyudi Tura, that they're coming to make the, the, the testimony has to be uh, regarding the shore, the Shapir. They might have all come on the same day, but they were, uh, one was the wit- uh, set of witnesses number one was regarding the Monday, set of witnesses number two, Tuesday, set of witnesses number three, Wednesday. Ella E, Amris, Liyudi Gavra, that they're coming to make the person, what makes a shore muad is that the person had to be warned and it had to be three days. Limru, Hanach, Kamai, let the first two pairs of witnesses, in other words, the ones that testified about Monday and the ones that testified about Tuesday, say the following, Anan, Mihaviyadinan, Debasar, Shloishayumi, Asu, Hani, Umiyaduli. Like, one second, how are we supposed to know that in the future, like a third set was going to come along? And and when we became Adim Zaymim, like, we, they shouldn't have really done this, but they were willing, like, to take a Hatzi Nezek hit if it was found out that they were phony witnesses. Well, I'm a Ravashi. I underline Ravashi. Ravashi discussed this with his Rebbe Rav Kahani. He says, I'm Risa Lashmaisa. I said over this teaching, the way we had it up till now, Kame in the presence of Rav Kahana. And he said to me, well, you're trying to use uh, that uh, Brisa to prove that you have to have the shore that is worn three times. Liudi tura mi nicha. Is it fits so well with that approach? Velimru hanach basroi. Let the later one say anan minayadinan de kol dekai beidina lasudi betura kaasu. So we, how are we supposed to know that everyone's coming and standing here in the basin to testify about the ox? We came to testify that the guy is Chayav Chatsi Nezik. So as if we're found to be Adim Zerim, we'll pay half Nezik, but not more than that. So what's going on here? And I guess um, when Ravashi... Um, said that to Rav Kahan, and Rav Kahan responded, it's either the Gemara here, or maybe Ravashi saying back, is that three answers as to why that's not a problem. Answer number one, Dika Miramzi Remuzi, comma. Answer number two, Ravashi Amar Keshebo Ritsufin. And Ravina Amar, number three, 
Makirin Balashor, Vein Makirin Esashor. Okay, so in all three of these answers, this takes uh, uh, care of the, the issue that was raised in the question. First answer is Mirames Remuzi. In other words, um, it, it's pretty clear that these witnesses were in cahoots with one another because the first set of witnesses uh, and the second set are kind of, uh, I don't know, signaling or, uh, or winking at the third set of witnesses, so they're definitely all in this together. Ravashi had said it's when they came uh, Ritsufin, um, and, and they came one right after the other. Literally on the same day, one came in, second came in, third came in, one right after the other. That's why we assume that they are in cahoots together. And Ravina Amar, the uh, third uh, approach chance, this is Makire Balashor, where uh, they know who the owner of the ox is, but they have no idea which ox it was, Vein Makirin Ashor. Well, then, if they don't know the ox, how are they going to make that ox a muad? Elahechi miadi, says the Gemara. Well, Damri, this is what they testify to. We have no idea which ox it was, but we do know that it gored. So they'll say, Tura nagchana islach bekarcha. You have a goring ox amongst your uh, cattle. We don't know which one, but you would better properly watch all of your cattle. Period. Ibai lehu. Gemara asks a question. Um, we know if a person has a dog and he sicks or incites that dog against uh, someone else, uh, he could be liable. How about this? Ibai lehu. mahu. So let's say I, I'm Shmuel, let's say I incite or sick Bob's dog on Carl. It's not my dog, and it's Bob's dog, uh, and I know what to uh, do to get that dog real upset, and I I basically sick Bob's dog on Carl. What do we say? Well, Misha say Vandai Pater. For sure, me, like it's not my dog, uh, and most I did was like I was it, so I would be Pater. What about the owner of this dangerous dog? Balkel of Mai, colon, Yamrinan, do we say, there's one or two possibilities here, uh, either Matsyamarle, uh, the owner of the dog can say, that's Bob can say to Carl, Anna, my Avinale. I didn't do anything to him. I, 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 I have no idea what happened. I shouldn't be. Haiva Odilm, or maybe Amrinale. We say back to Bob, Bob, it's your dog, right? Yeah. Well, Kevan de Yadis Bekalbecha, since you know regarding your dog, de Mishasile u Mishastasi, or Mishastasi, basically, you know your dog can easily be incited. And therefore, you know that if somebody incites your dog, it'll be incited and go attack someone. Lo you shouldn't have kept it around. And therefore, like, you're responsible for keeping that very dangerous dog around. Well, Amrab Zera Tashma, I put a triangle on that Tashma. Four lines later, in the middle line is another Tashma, I put a triangle around that. So, we're just going to bring a couple of attempts. Here's the first. Uh, one line plus one word to an source, source. Um, and it's uh, basically from our Mishnah. What makes a shor that's a shor muad back into being a tom? The tom equals shiyu hatinoikis, mimash machine boy. The little kids poke it and, and, and hit it and bother it. And it does not gore. Okay, that is the end of the Tanaic source. Let's make a diuk. Ha noigeach. Apparently, if it did uh, gore another ox, Chayev, uh, the kids like getting it started, it, it would be Chayev, and, and now that would be, um, even though it was inside it, it would be Chayev. Well, and inside by who? Somebody else. Amr Abaye. Abaye says, no, that's not the correct way to make the diuk. If it would have actually said, 
Nagea Chayev, fine, but it doesn't. Says by Mikitani, does it say? I put two words in the phrase marking. Nagea Chayev? No. Maybe the way to understand that above snake source is as follows. Dilma, maybe, Hanagach Loihave Tom. In other words, let's read the source again. What makes an animal a tom? If it's a muad already, what makes it a tom? If the little kids are playing with it and it, it doesn't gore. Uh, the deal could be if it does gore, then it's not a tom. However, ubahina gicha, with that particular goring that it did because the little kids were poking it and, and doing things with it, loimachayev could very well be that he's not chayev. So the Gemara goes back to the drawing board, another triangle to answer the uh, question. This Tanaic source goes less than a line. It says, Shisa boyes ha kelev, Shisa boy nachash pater. If I uh, sick or incite a dog against somebody, or sick or incite a um, snake against somebody, I'm pater. Okay, who's pater there? There's the owner of the dog, and then there's the one who incited the dog. There's the owner of the snake, and there's the one who incited the snake. My love, pater connector, mishasea, that the one who incited the dog is going to be pater. One who incited the nachshon be pater. Kama, however, the owner of the dog, let's say, chayiv, balakelev, he'll be chayiv. And that would answer our question. The owner of the dog is going to be responsible. Morris says, not necessarily. Lo, I could very easily tell you that the last word in that Bryce, the pater, ema pater, is not just one person, but pater, everyone involved. Pater, not only the owner, but even the mishaseya. Period. Amarava. I circled Rava's name. Three lines later, in the middle of the line, is Rapapa, I circled Rapapa. So Rava's going to say something, Rapapa's going to respond. Amarava, im tim ziloimar. We haven't really necessarily concluded anything definitively, but if you were going to say that hamishaset kalboi shelchaveroi bechaveroi chayev, that if I walk, come along, and I incite Bob's dog against Carl, that Carl, w- uh, that Bob, whose dog it was, would actually be chayev there, then how about this? Uh, maybe I get a little bit what's coming to me. She say who hu ba'atzmai. Potter, let's say I try to incite uh, Bob's dog and Bob's dog turns around and bites me on the nose or like, uh, you know, bites my finger. So in other words, the dog did go and damage, it damaged the one that it was incited by. There for sure, Bob will be Potter. My time, what's the reason? Because, Potter. Uh, we've had this uh, concept before that whenever something is unusual to start out with and something else unusual happens, that would be pater. So it's unusual to go inside somebody's uh, dog, and it's certainly unusual for the dog to turn around and bite the insider. Therefore, there would be a patur. That's what Rava says. Amrali Rapapa, we circle Rapapa, he responds, says back to Rava, well, actually, maybe not. <clears throat> Itmar Mishmei, it was said in the name of Reish Lakish, Kavaseich, like you, Da'ama Reish Lakish. Shtei parois. Oh, this is a case we had just the other day. You have two um, cows in the Rishus Harabim. Kama. Achas Revutza, one of them is crouching down. Like, not just stopped, actually crouching down, which is highly unusual uh, and, and abnormal for a uh, par to do in, in the um, Rishus Harabim. Vachs Malachas, another one is just kind of like walking along uh, next to it. Kama Uba'ata. Colon, and then one of the two kicks the other. If it's A, the Mahalech is the one that's walking along, kicks the Revutz, the one that's crouched down there, Petura, the owner of the one that was walking, is Pater, because that's sort of like uh, its normal way of going and just happens to uh, kick in its normal way of going. Whereas B, if it's the Revutz, the one that's doing something strange to start out with, that's crouched down there in the Rishus Rabim, and it kicks it like 
thrusts out his leg to kick the mahalach, the ones walking by, chayeves. Okay, so Rapapa wants to say, yeah, yeah, Rava, this, this would support you, right? And I guess in his Talmudic honesty, uh, Rava says back to Rapapa, actually, um, I don't know if that would support me. Amarle, I double underline the Amarle, Ana, I, this is um, Rava speaking to Rapapa, Behahi Chiyuvi Mechaivna. I actually say that in the A case, where it's the one that's walking along and it kicks the one that's crouching down, I would say that would be Chayev. Damrinan Lei, we basically say to the owner of the kicking ox, uh, listen, you have permission to bring your ox in the Rosh Hashanah and have it walk through the Rosh Hashanah. Ki Islach Rosh Hashanah, you have permission, that is, colon, lesaguye alai, like to walk and maybe even walk next to me, maybe even walk over me. However, the owner of the crouching ox that was kicked by the walking ox can say, lebeuti bi, leslik Rosh Hashanah, I give a howl kick to me, that you do not have Rosh to do, and therefore, I guess Rav is saying to a papa, like, thank you for trying to support me with Rosh Hashanah, but uh, not necessarily a support, is it? Period.